This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome, everyone, to episode 144 of the Golf Unfiltered podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam from golfunfiltered.com. You can find me on Twitter at golfunfiltered. You can send me an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. You can also find me on Snapchat and Instagram. Well, folks, the purpose of today's podcast is just to give you guys a little bit of a primer on what you can expect from this show for the remainder of the year. I know this is the third episode released in 2018, and I probably should have did this right at the start, but we had a great discussion with Mr. Matt Saturnus from Plugged In Golf to kick off the year. You've also probably heard another chapter of The Bag Room, which I've been doing every other week for those of you who are interested in that book. And we have a lot of great shows that are lined up already for the remainder of this month and well into February. So we've got some great guests coming up for you. I hope that you're going to enjoy some of the people that we're going to bring on the show. And folks, today, I just wanted to give you a little bit, like I said, of a preview or a primer for what we're going to do here on the Golf and Filtered podcast in 2018. And it's going to be a little bit of the same, but with some big differences that I hope you're going to enjoy. First and foremost, we continue our partnership with our friends over at THP Media and thehackersparadise.com. Shout out to all you guys if you're listening on the THP app on your smartphone. You can also find me chatting away on their forums at thehackersparadise.com. And so we're going to continue that collaboration and partnership with them. It's been very rewarding for the both of us. And I'm excited to continue to contribute to that great website. But what we're also going to do is shift our focus at golfunfiltered.com, the website and the podcast, I guess you could say, away from equipment reviews mainly, which is what we did throughout most of 2017. And we're going to focus more on storytelling. We're going to focus more on opinions. We're going to not shift into professional golf again. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, or since the beginning, we did talk a lot about the PGA Tour, and we may touch on that here and there on the podcast, certainly not on the website too much. But this year, I really want to focus mainly on golf as an industry and a game that we all enjoy. Now, we started to do that towards the second half of 2017. We had some great uh, guests on the show. We did touch a lot on equipment, which I know that we're going to continue to do. But one of the biggest things that you know I really want to... Uh, give to you guys that I want our guests to tell you are really what goes on behind the scenes of many of the things that we take part in when we're playing golf. Playing golf is a big definition, right? It's it's vague. I know that we've all got this picture of what that traditionally means where you're on a golf course, you're you know, you're playing 18 holes or 9 holes of golf, you post a score, if you keep a handicap, you're going to post it on your handicap, all that good stuff, but there's a lot of different ways that you can define what playing golf means and that includes all the great things that are happening these days including the expansion of top golf 
which is valued at a $2.1 billion uh, value uh, most recently, based on the figure that I've seen. It's expanding in almost any city across the country that you can name. I think I actually saw one for Albuquerque the other day, if I remember correctly. There's also just the simple fact of going out to the driving range. You know, I, I do that quite often. If you've listened to the, this show in the past, you know that I actually prefer to practice than play golf. I don't know what that says about me, but I actually really enjoy just buying a bag of, of golf balls, going out there, hitting a few on the range, and just working on my swing. Now, I'm a golf tinkerer. I know a lot of the listeners to this show and readers to the site are the same, especially all you guys over there at the Hacker's Paradise. No, you guys are like that. But... There's just a lot that goes into the enjoyment factor of the game of golf. Now, as I mentioned a couple times, equipment is a big part of that. We're going to certainly bring on more people from your favorite brands. We've had people on from Callaway. We've had people on from uh, Cleveland Srixon. There's going to be a little bit more on that here in a second. We've And I'd love to branch out to other companies as well. Bridgestone we've talked to. We actually talked to someone from Nike Golf a couple years ago. Uh, don't know if we can do that again this year, but we can certainly try. I want to get somebody on the show from TaylorMade. I want to get somebody on the show from Ping. I want to have all these great people uh, who make these brands, you know, tick. I want them to come out onto the show and tell you all about it. There's a lot of great equipment stories that are just breaking right now. We're recording this on January 10th. We've heard about Twistface from TaylorMade. Yes, I know it's a silly name. I'm going to admit that, and quite frankly, I bet a few people over there would probably admit that too. But what's important to understand is that these are the types of things that make golf fun. Callaway is coming out with their new Mac Daddy 4 wedges. They're going to come out with a new driver in just a few weeks. And, you know, that's going to have another name that will probably cause you to smile. And that's not such a bad thing. One of the things that I don't want to do here at Golf Unfiltered is make you feel bad for enjoying something. And I know that sounds really weird for me to say, but one of the things I've noticed on social, and I'm not going to call anybody out, but one of the things I've noticed is that if you like something and somebody disagrees with you, they're going to let you know about it, and it's going to be an extremely negative manner. That's something I want to stay away from this year. I know that I've fallen into that as well. Certainly, I've deserved my fair share of pushback on social and other platforms. Uh, those of you who have sent me emails uh, telling me that, quite frankly, you don't care too much about my opinions, that's great. Fine. Continue to send those in because I use that as feedback, and I will continue to grow and improve this show and the website based on your feedback. So, and I mean that. Certainly, anybody, and many of you have, anybody can send me an email or just send me a quick Twitter message or what have you. I want to have that conversation continue. So, before I get too ahead of myself, I did just want to cover a few things here in this episode. Uh, more timely things that are happening right now. So, a few weeks back, one of my friends in the, uh, the, in the media business, I guess you could say in the media industry, uh, Bill Hobson had me on his podcast uh, for the Four Golfers Network podcast. If you haven't subscribed to them yet, I really implore you to do that because Bill is a great, uh, great, great podcaster. He's been in the industry for over 30 years, I believe. Uh, I still think he's got one of the best podcast voice, voices that you can hear uh, in, in podcast land these days. And he's got a lot of great podcasts, so go out and subscribe to the Four Golfers Network podcast. He had me on his show to talk about some predictions for 2018. 
there's a lot of golf podcasts out there and a lot of people are talking about what to expect in 2018. It's the thing that people want to read about or listen to mainly. Quite frankly, I don't want to do that too much, but I think there are a few things that we can anticipate happening in 2018, just three of them that I'm going to throw out at you, that are not PGA Tour related, but they are related to the industry. And the first one is a name brand that I already mentioned in Cleveland Srixon. Now, as I mentioned, I've had representatives from that brand on the show in the past. John Ray, for example, was on to talk about the book The Wedge not too long ago. Those of you who may remember Eli Miller, when he was with the company, he came on and he talked a lot about different, uh, we had talked about golf balls at that time. We're going to continue to bring more people on this show, but specific to Cleveland Srixon, you guys know I love that brand. I've played that brand in many different capacities. I've played their irons, which are great. I've played their driver. I've played different golf balls from Srixon. I've played the wedges from Cleveland. Why do I mention all of that? Well, as I mentioned, we did a lot of reviews for really as long as I can remember on the website. All of those products tested wonderfully. And so one of the things that I'm going to do for myself in 2018 is I'm going to go just completely Cleveland Srixon. I'm just going to play their equipment. I'm going to see what it does for my game based on my own testing and my own personal experience with the equipment. I think it's going to really improve my game. I've done a lot of work on my golf game. I think this is a great move for me. We're going to find out if that's true or not. You guys are going to come along with me for the ride. I'm going to try to update you guys on how my game is doing. And I know that a lot of times when people talk about their golf game, it's kind of like hearing a fishing story from one of your buddies. And so I I know that stuff gets boring, so I won't do that to you. Uh, But what I will do is continuously comment on how the equipment is performing for me. Maybe that applies to your game. Maybe it doesn't. But uh, certainly just let's keep the lines of communication open. Send me any questions you might have. Uh, it's still winter time in January, so I'm not playing much golf right now in the Chicago area. But once I do, I'll be sure to keep you guys updated. Uh, what I do believe is that with Cleveland Strixon itself as a brand and as a group of clubs, it's, it's going to explode in 2018. Uh, they've just signed Jamie Sudlowski, Cleveland has, to play their clubs. Interesting signing. I think a knee-jerk reaction for me was, wow, really, Jamie? But if we think about it, what do they really have to lose? I mean, Jamie Slodlowski, he's uh, not the best short game player. I think his statistics will tell you that. But Cleveland is really well known for making short game clubs and putters and wedges, you know? Well, we all know that Jamie can pound the hell out of the ball. So Cleveland just signed a big win for their new drivers, the launchers. Anyone's going to watch him hit a driver. But if he can improve his short game as he continues to try to make this transition into professional events and not just being a world long drive champion, if he can improve his short game using Cleveland equipment, could you imagine the upside for that brand on that? I think it's a great move now that you know we've had some time to kind of digest the signing. I'm sure there's a lot of great things that are going to be coming down the pipe for them as well. The CBX wedges for Cleveland last year, uh, I actually did not have the chance to test one of those. I hope too soon. But everything I have heard from people who have tested or purchased those wedges has been positive. 
I've not heard a single negative thing. Now, I don't want this to turn into just a big commercial for, for Cleveland Cerexon, even, even though I love them. But that's really unique. I, I haven't seen or heard of many clubs that don't get any negative reviews. So they've got a lot of good things going for them. And this is a company that doesn't have the largest marketing department. You know, that's that's a little behind the scenes thing there, folks. I mean, you, when you think about these large major brands, sometimes you might think that there's just massive, you know, marketing and communication departments that are just sending everything. It, that's not the case. That's not the case. Wilson Golf is another, you know, smaller marketing department. They make great products, too. I know the marketing department doesn't make the clubs, but they do a great job getting the word out on these things. Cleveland Srixon is no exception to that. And, of course, we should also include Zexio. I understand that, folks, if you're listening to this. I know that's the third branch. So I, I anticipate a lot of big things for them moving into 2018. And it just doesn't stop or with Jamie Sidlowski. It begins with that signing. I think they're taking a different approach to how at least the Cleveland side is approaching equipment. Srixon continues to have their, their thoroughbred in Hideki Matsuyama. I know they're going to sign some other people here shortly. Really exciting stuff. And darn it, I still say the Srixon Q-Star Tour is one of the best golf balls you can buy. And it doesn't cost all that much. So I won't get into that topic again. I know you guys love that. Aside from the boom in that brand and talking about golf balls, I know you guys were probably sick of me talking about the golf ball distance debate in the end of 2017. That's going to continue, not just from me, but from other people in the industry and certainly on social. Now, I'd love for there to be a decision made on whether or not they're going to roll the golf ball back, if they're going to standardize the golf ball for professionals, you know, and all that stuff. I'd love for the, there to be a decision. We talked about this on Bill Hobson's podcast. It's not going to happen. There's just too many variables in play and not enough people on the supportive side to roll back the golf ball. It's not going to happen in 2018, if at all. But what's funny is that when we watch a PGA Tour event, we watch at Kapalua, we see Dustin Johnson on the 12th hole drive a 433-yard par 4 and almost aces the darn thing. I mean, yeah, we're going to talk about it. It's going to come up. How far that ball flew is going to come up. Now, you know, as many people reminded me on Twitter, people have been driving that green for over 20 years. It's just, you know, the terrain, the way that they cut the fairways, all those, you know, the wind, all that stuff. Him driving the green isn't that big of a deal um, for that course. But we also know that Dustin Johnson is a freak. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, if you got a guy like that who's got new equipment in his hands and he's going to pound the golf ball like he does and he's going to continue to do that and this stuff is going to happen how can you not talk about how far a golf ball is flying i mean i don't know i anticipate in 2018 this discussion is going nowhere they're not going to make a decision on whether or not they roll anything back but just get used to it folks and i know that it can be annoying to be completely transparent and honest with you i also get annoyed by it sometimes but Something has to be done. One of the things, no matter who I've spoken to, I've spoken to Michael Breed, I've talked to uh, uh, Jason Finley from Cal. You know, I've talked to a lot of different people about this topic. 
the one thing that everyone agrees on is that distance is increasing across or throughout the golf bag. That's happening. Nobody discounts that. And if you did, don't. <laughs> it's, it's just not true. It's happening. I don't know if it's a problem, though. That's the issue. Nobody can tell me if it's an actual problem. I And quite frankly, after everyone I've spoken to, I, I don't know if it's a problem anymore. You know, maybe we just need to get off this, this feeling that we have to protect clubs, uh, you know, golf courses like Marion or Augusta. You know, times change. Jason Finley pointed that out to me quite clearly, and I love the points that he, he made. Times change. People change. We all get better at things. I will make one plea, if you're listening to this, and you follow me on Twitter. Please remember to just, if, I, if I'm chirping off about golf ball distances, understand that I know no amateurs want to roll back the golf ball. There's nobody that you or I play with on a regular basis that thinks the golf ball goes too far. I get it. The professional game is a different animal. That is a completely different animal. So, the third prediction I'll have for 2018 is, speaking of social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to a degree, even though I think that's kind of it's kind of dying, at least in the golf space, a little bit. That's going to be, golf social is going to be an extremely important topic in 2018. And I'm being purposely vague there because I could see it going either way, positive or negative. A couple years ago, we've started to see the, I don't know what you would call it, the renaissance. Let's be fancy and call it the renaissance of, of golf Twitter, where, oh my goodness, I can actually have a conversation with Jordan Spieth. Or I can make a, make a comment about someone. And, and they'll see it, and they'll, they'll reply to me, and they'll retweet it, and everyone else will, you know, that was really cool. We had some access to people that we saw on television that we never had before. Nobody was sending, you know, Ricky Fowler emails and hoping that he would reply back. I'm sure it happens, but you get my point. But there's also a negative side now, a few years later. We're seeing golf companies, golf equipment manufacturers kind of taking little, you know, cheap shots at one another. I've seen it. If you're listening to this, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the stuff between media people and other people, just general people on Twitter, yeah, that's going to happen whenever you get millions of people on a platform. That, that's going to happen. But now we're actually seeing industries do it, big players in the equipment industry. I don't know how I feel about that. It's an entertaining it kind of breaks down the fourth wall a little bit. Hey, these are real people too, and they have com they have competing brands, and they're and they're actually talking about one another. Is that a good thing though? Does that just contribute to some uh, huge bigger issue that we all know exists with social media? Twitter can be a dark place. It could also be a really positive tool to spread the word about something. I just hope that it really focuses more on the, the, uh, the latter than the former this year. I know I'm going to try to do that. I hope uh, 
I hope I'm wrong on this prediction that, you know, maybe it's just status quo. But I, I, you know, just the way things have been going, I really feel that something is going to happen in the golf space, probably from the equipment side, where it's going to be newsworthy. And I hope it's good. I hope it's good and it's not negative. At any rate, those are my three big predictions, just to recap really quick. And they're not really that big, but just to recap, Cleveland's Rickson, I, th- I see them having a great year. Jamie is Jamie Sidlowski is just the beginning. They're going to have, I'm sure, more equipment coming out. People are loving what they've already released. I'm going to play their equipment throughout 2018, let you know how I do with that. Second prediction is I, it's not going anywhere, folks. The golf ball discussion is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Get used to it. There will not be a decision on whether or not... uh, There's not going to be any decision regarding golf balls. It's just going to be continued. And last but not least, I think there's going to... Something something major is going to happen with golf social media. I'm hoping it's going to be positive, but again, the way things are trending, I don't know. So where does that leave us for the rest of this episode? Quite frankly, folks, just a couple quick announcements. First and foremost, thank you to all of you who listen to the show. Our listener numbers have increased substantially since when we started this 143 episodes ago. We couldn't have done that without you. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen in order for me to put a podcast episode out. One of the ways that you can show even more support is by going out to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash golfunfiltered, and you can choose to help support the show that will allow us to basically continue to do it. There are a few fees that are associated with making this thing happen. I've talked about this on a past episode. I won't go too deep into that. You probably can guess what I mean. You'll see a few different reward tiers on there. We've got a couple patrons already. Much, much appreciated, guys. Depending on your level of support or the tier that you choose, you're going to get some rewards based on that. Everything's outlined right there on the Patreon page. Ask that you uh, consider helping out the show in that way. And another way that you can help out the show, folks, is if you want to come on the show. I just mentioned we've got a good list of guests that are lining up right now. The focus of this podcast will be and continue to be giving you insider access to companies, to personalities that you normally would not have access to. But I've got a lot of great fans to this podcast, listeners who want to voice their opinions. I know that's true because I've read the emails you've sent me. If you want to come on the show and you'd like to talk about whatever you want to talk about, let's do it. You know how to get in touch with me. Find me on Twitter, at Golf Unfiltered. You could send me an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Send me a message. If there's something, if there's a story that you want to share, how has golf changed your life? How has golf impacted your life? Did you meet somebody on the golf course in a foursome just randomly that ended up changing your life as well? I know there's a lot of stories like that out there. I want to hear them. Let's have a phone conversation. That's all this is. I just use Skype. I can call you on your phone as well. And we'll just have a regular conversation. And let's, let's talk about it. I truly mean that. I hope you guys take me up on that. 
I know there's a couple guys listening to this right now that probably will. Uh, but we're going to have some fun this year, folks. I've got to do more recordings this week. I've got to get these podcasts out for your folks. Really appreciate your support. Let's have a fun 2018. A final shout-out to my friends over at the Hackers Paradise. Until next time, this is your buddy Adam signing off.